Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. <clears throat> Bam. Good morning. Good morning, Patrick. Good morning, Ken Slater. What's up? Good morning. Robbie Myers. Good morning. Holly Klein. Good morning. Finally able to catch the beginning in real time. Good morning. Sleeky, good morning. Rambler, good morning. Whoa, Rambler, you weren't first. You okay? Earth is flattened. Man, that was that was quite the show yesterday. Last night. That was different than the last uh he's not a flat earther. He's a what was weird is he didn't want to be called a flat earther. He wanted to be Oh, mustache is itching. He wanted to be called a um stationary plane guy is that, is that what it was oh that was a lot after when we got off and i was talking to Susie, he's like "Ooh, that was a lot that was a lot for me uh greg coming in or what i don't know good question a day for the ages yesterday sevy yeah crazy right it was cool jay cooey uh then uh taylor jr and um velner that show's killing I'm jealous of how good their show's doing. My goodness. Heidi Kroom, I'm jealous. I'm so sad I missed the flat earth. I'm so sad. Now I'm stuck on the round earth. You can change your perception. You can make it any make it a triangle earth. Uh Sevi, can we get Seema on to give her opinion on flat earth or globe? Stationary earth? Why? Is she does she have a degree in um something? Oh, uh, that's funny you say that, Chester. Did you get into the Bermuda Triangle last night? I haven't finished. No, but he brought up the Bermuda Triangle. There was no, there was no, um, I, I should have made a huge list. I didn't realize that this show was going to get so squirrely. Uh, I should have made a huge list because like the, um, like have the Loch Ness Monster on there and just shit like that because when we did, when uh, the Sasquatch did come up, I thought it was kind of like supposed to be a joke. And he was like, no, no, he's seen the Sasquatch too. Not, and then, and then when we dug into it, he hadn't seen it, but he had been at a campfire where he sensed it or something. Uh, Mike Fair, I had the craziest dream about Sevy having a conspiracy theorist expert that didn't let anyone else get a word in last night. He's pretty fired up. Uh, I'd like to come on for Sasquatch. Oh, like be part of that show? Like just, you, have you seen one? Um, yeah, it was uh, Kaysen. Good morning. Scott Perkins. Good morning. I shouldn't say good morning to people who don't have profile pictures, right? Have like some sort of rule. Uh, Brett Bauer, good morning, Sevy and uh, Coach Glassman. Not yet close. Uh, Josh Lehrman, the uh, apricot man, man, the plum picker. Uh, love these shows with Greg. And, and then you never even really know if it's Josh or not. It could be his wife. 
Good morning. Hey, good morning. How are hey, you? I'm, I'm awesome. I had, I had a, a guy, a stationary earth guy on last night, which is, um, uh, I think the derogatory term for them is flat earther. Yeah. And it was two and a half hours. He was really intense. It was two and a half hours of him just full throttle on me. I'm recovering. I'm, <laughs> but I also had Jay Cooey on in the morning, which was absolutely amazing, man. Holy cow. Yeah, he's absolutely amazing. I but fell in love with him with, from one video. I was watching him on a, on a bike, road bike, pedaling through uh, Pittsburgh traffic. Um, on, on, and just, you know, three seconds in, I'm taken by how, what a good rider he is, how fast he is, how many close calls. But none of it interferes with, his, with the lecture on virology he's giving with his iPhone pointed at his head, hooked to the handlebars. I mean, it was, I've never seen anything like that. I didn't know what was, what, it was this combination of genius and athleticism in a, in a real world near death kind of, I mean, he's, that's hardcore bike riding. Yeah, that's how I found out. You, you obviously sent me that video and then you invited him to your house in um, Arizona and that's where I met him. Like, and then, and then, like the next three times, subsequent times I was at your house, he was there. Rodney said, I have a friend that you need to know. And uh, he was right. And now we're, we're another friend. Dude, I, um, his you know, wife is amazing. His kids are amazing. Yeah. He's amazing. That, that setting at your house, you could, I could talk to him for like five minutes here, 10 minutes there, or even one minute. But to sit down with him for two hours and hear his journey and then how he went from uh, neurobiology to just kind of obsessed with immunology and virology for three years and kind of like, wow, he's, he's a, he is truly amazing. He's got – his brain is amazing. He's got a crazy setup too, Greg. When I was interviewing him and we were talking about like um, – he was talking basically about the line of defense your body has for infections – yeah, and he could do something on with his computer where he could do screen and screen. He could bring up his PowerPoint on the screen while I was talking to him. So he drew pictures for us of the NK cells and the T cells, and he did all that for us yesterday morning. It was amazing. And then he told me afterwards, he's like, "Hey, you got to pull this show down and only publish it on Rumble and Twitter." And the one question, and I said, "Why?" I said, "We haven't really done anything too crazy." He said, um, "YouTube does not allow you to ask one question. Is you're not allowed to ask." Is chocolate milk real? You could say anything else you want about chocolate milk. You could say it came from the Wuhan lab. You can say that it came from bats, but you can't actually question whether it was real. And in this talk he was giving us yesterday, he was like, hey, is this thing even real? Like, have they even ever isolated it? What are its origins? You know what I mean? And he said, because we've touched on that, you got to pull it down and only publish it. Um, isn't that interesting? Yeah, there was, I was, it was shown a conversation and it was in the comments on a YouTube video on PCR. Mm -hmm. She'd get with Emily or Bob Kaplan and see if you can pull that up. It's, it's something that everyone needs to look at. And I hate to try and do it justice here from memory, but I'll, I'll, I'll hit some high points. On the isolation of the virus, and, I, and I, I'm not a, you know, call me a virus denier. Go ahead. Um, virus denier. Uh, the... Uh, there were papers written that 
that talked about isolating the virus. And then there were people saying, no, I wasn't isolated. And the guy that hosted the thing that had posted the video, and it was on the limitations of PCR, um, he says, no, actually, um, several papers have come out where it was isolated. And the guy responds, you mean this one, this one, this one, this one, and this one? And he goes, yeah. And he goes, no. He goes, the titles claim isolation. But when you look at the process, um, what they did was they took sputum samples and they lysed it. There was no, there was no attempt to, you know, none of the uh, 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 gradient centrifugation, uh, electrophoresis, all of whatever those processes were. Typically, there's an enormous amount of labor that has you... People chime in and correct me where I'm fucking this up. But what you want to do is make sure that you have particles that are of, of, of uh, identical mass. You want, there's, a, there's a bunch of physics that you want these particles to have in common. Okay, And then you lyse it and look at the DNA. He says, you take sputum and you, just, and you lyse it without these steps. And it was interesting because the guy says, well, can you show us what it sh should look like when you do it right? And the guy dumped like 15 or 20 papers on it in, in a matter of a minute. Um, it's, it's, and when you ask yourself why, how, how did they have this thing sequenced? And yet the papers that claim to have isolated it and, and found it, the pr process wouldn't end that result. This guy was saying there would be fungus in there, fungus DNA, there would be uh, other viruses, there would be bacterial, especially with anyone sick. You can't just take sputum and lyse it and, and, and get a sequence. And the reason that we're pretending to have sequenced it is because it didn't need to be sequenced because it was engineered. And, that's, and, that, and that came out a long time ago, and it's, it's very important. Say that last sentence again about it being engineered. It, they did they don't you don't need to sequence it you made it right you already know the sequence they know the sequence that's where the sequence came from the fuckers that made it so that is one of the things we're by the way we're also working on a vaccine it looks like right 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 yeah the patents make it look like that the vaccine was already complete before um it even came out the, jay Cooey said i think i'm sorry to interrupt you no no go ahead i don't care subject of jay um, Rodney introduced me to Jay and Jay was able to rekindle my connection with RFK Jr. Mm. And, uh, that the, the bedfellows that this thing creates is really fascinating. That's the nature of politics generally anyways. But uh, here's a guy I may agree with him on almost nothing, but you look at what we've been through in the past two years you look at the public health response and our uh, the, the abrogation of our of our rights and freedoms and the shutting shuttering our schools and what we've done to our children. Um, he and I are are on the same page with that, and his book on Fauci is real, and it reads like a grand jury indictment. And then I was told by someone close to him that indeed that was it that there wasn't going to be a grand jury indictment so they did their own they created privately exactly that. but it is formatted exactly like that and it's profound and if 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 one percent of it 
um, were false, the the litigation damages would be astronomical. You mean that Fauci could bring for the false? Oh, oh he, he could be. He could. He could make himself even richer than he is. Okay. That Children's Defense Fund—they're they, sitting on a lot of cash. <clears throat> but that would be like when I called the NSCA soda whores and they sued me for it, and it unraveled their little world. Gotta be careful who you sue. Right. Meaning, if if Fauci sues them for that book all it does is open up all his shit for discovery exactly right he gets turned inside out and it would be <laughs> ugly and he knows it yeah yeah what he uh, needs what fauci needed was censorship that's what he needed and they got uh, it. they got it oh right right me uh, oh so you've come full circle basically like basically what we can and can't say on this show yes on youtube but the, the media yep. can and can't say yep, yep. Um, uh, anyone, Greg, anyone investing a lot of time, energy, money, passion, love, uh, anything, and storing all of that on YouTube, you're an idiot. Anyone spending an enormous, like me, spending an enormous, <laughs> spending an enormous amount of dude, time, dude. I'm not only on YouTube. Does that help? It is. You better. I hope so. Yeah. Like right now, we're streaming live also to Facebook. Twitch, Rumble, and Twitter, all yeah, of them simultaneously. Yeah, you, can't, you can't have enough. Yeah. Okay. Because you're because everyone's days are numbered here. If you, if you, if you fly, you're gonna eventually I'm gonna fly too close to the sun. <laughs> smoked. I watched, I watched Zoe Harcom and uh, and uh, uh, our friend Malcolm. What's his last name? Kendrick. Yeah. I watched them get removed from Wikipedia as though they didn't exist. I'd put considerable effort into bringing them before us because they had messages that the, the multitudes needed to hear. And all she was talking about is, um, well, she debunks papers for a living. It, well, explains papers for a living and debunks them, but also because she has, she speaks about food. That's why she was kicked off of Wikipedia. No, these guys ran afoul of the Staten folks. That's what happened. And oh, the media okay. machine got, came to do its dirty work for them and did it. So, and Staten's might be the, uh, one of the biggest boons uh, economically for pharmaceutical companies, and she said that it's they're pointless. It's a huge business. It's a yeah, huge okay. business. And, the, and the, the dream of pharma is to, is to uh, have it prescribed prophylactically so eventually it's in your fucking drinking water, right? Yeah, $20 billion annually globally. That's massive. Oh no, twenty-two billion in the U.S. alone by two thousand thirty is what they're estimating. Wow. Oh shit, profits are nineteen billion a year. Incredible. So they're cheap to make and. Yep. And what's wrong with them? What's well, wrong? Cholesterol is not the problem. Cholesterol is not the problem. Statins are a bigger problem than cholesterol. Cholesterol causes heart disease the same way that a plaster cast causes a broken arm. It seems exceedingly likely that the, that the demise begins on the other side of the artery at the vasovasorum. It's all old CrossFit stuff. And uh, it was observed in the venous graft bypass surgery that the part you put in the trash can had a shitty exterior. 
on examination that the, the, that the artery had not been fed from the outside by the vasovasorum and was beginning a death. And at these high pressure nodes, the body's response was to cement the other side of it with some plaque. Uh, for those of you, um, I just want to give a, a quick, simple explanation. Greg just said it. I'm going to say it again. That thing that this tube down here, down the middle, this, uh, red blood flow is the artery and these little tiny, uh, tubes on the side are the vasovasorum. And what yes. Greg is talking about is, is when the outside of an artery wall doesn't get fed by a vasovasorum because you eat too much sugar and cells lose their motility. They can't get down there to feed the wall of the artery. Damn, uh, that's exactly right. That's, it, that's I learned this from you. It, um, they speculate then cholesterol comes and tries to patch the, the hole up from the inside. Well, the, right? it, it happens. We see, these, we see these plaques at these high-pressure nodes, and people do get blowouts. Um, that, is, that is a problem, and it would spell instant death or near instant, depending on the, on the rip, but it, very often instant. And... Uh, uh, the decrease in cell membrane motility comes about through a, a glycation of the cell surface. That's why we're interested in your, your uh, A1C. How, how, what, how, how, to what percent are your red blood cells glycated? And that's where you have this permanent covalent bonding of a protein to, the, to a, a sugar. And uh, it makes the cell so that it can't conform in, in the insulin it, 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 what I'm getting at here is that is that the mechanism of diabetes and of the uh, atherosclerotic disease may be one and the same. It, they could both be due to cell membrane motility. Um, one makes it tough for the uh, insulin um, to bind to the receptor site because of inflexibility, a lack of motility of the cell. And the other one in uh, destroying the network that uh, feeds nourishes the artery and getting plaque same same phenomenon really and then so basically if you if you lower your cholesterol all you're basically doing is throwing away the band-aids yeah there's a there's a there's a bigger problem than that with the statins and i don't want to get into it here because so much brilliant work has been done but uh the uh, big cholesterol book that i wrote the foreword to that uh has so many of our heroes in it. I don't want to, I don't want this is kind of old stuff for me. What, what book should they read? What book should they read? Uh, anything by Ravenskov. Ravenskov. Okay. Goofy Ravenskov. Yeah. In cl the cholesterol myths, you can actually pull it down and all of the footnotes and everything online. It's a, it's, it's free. But I'd also, and, and, uh, uh, you're at anything, the cholesterol myths, ding dongs can read that and get it. Like you don't need a, um, it's, it's, it's wonderful. Okay. Everyone can read it. Everyone should. Oh, and it's got great, um, uh, reviews on Amazon. The way, the way that the other side deals with Uvi is to pretend like he doesn't exist. It's called the great cholesterol myths by John Bowden, Johnny. No. Nope. Ufi Ravenskov. Oh, here he is. Cholesterol myths. Ex exposing the fallacy. Okay. Yeah. Look, someone made another book, and they just put the word great in front of it. The great cholesterol myth as opposed to the cholesterol myths. All right. There you go. Your first yeah, reading assignment. And what was, the, what was the other one um, with the just horrible title? 
about cholesterol? Yeah. Forget the name of it. I've seen the, uh, oh, there's ignore there's the, the awkward, big blue, the big blue book. Um, I'm scrolling through Amazon to see what they see. The great cholesterol con. No. These are all books I've seen around uh, the office. Your office. You had all these. Sorry, I don't know. Um, Greg, uh, do you have any opinions on blood flow restriction training? I don't even know what that is. Was it you tie, you tie, put a tourniquet on your arm when you go? Yes, it sounds like having sex with a belt around your neck. <laughs> Cock ring training? Yeah, I don't know. I don't. Um, yes. I don't know. I don't know what that is. Um, okay, here we go. Uh, Matt Burns. Uh, Greg, I just finished the book, A World Without Cancer. We know it's a metabolic disease, but it also talks about a cure as being vitamin B17 and treated with latril. Your thoughts? What, what's it called? How do you say it? Laetril. Laetril. Yeah, I think that's made from apricot pits or some fucking thing. Oh, yeah. The, the, the stationary earth guy yesterday. So I had a friend, actually, an arm wrestler buddy who did 10 years in jail selling apricot seeds as a cure for cancer. The guy's mom had cancer. And he did 10 years in jail for that in a uh, New York kid. And um, the guy yesterday was saying that, was it the guy? No, no. Maybe it was Jay Cooey who even brushed up against that. Someone said yesterday, yeah, the same the same carcinogens that are in uh, apricot seeds are also to have some, something that's found in chemo. I wonder if, I wonder if, I wonder if our friend... Jim would do your show. Don't even mention the last name, but oh, um, he's a uh, he's a physician. That one? No, J Jim the Jim the thirty year DOJ employee. Oh, oh, oh! Wow, wow! God, that would be amazing. I mentioned him because he knows a physician. He's giving me a lot of good leads, by the way. He's the one who gave me the um, the the homesteading uh, guru, uh, uh, who's a friend of yours. What's that guy's name? Yeah, i i take him into hill I take him to Hillsdale College, and he runs into people he knows. You know? Yeah, it's it's hilarious. He's he might be the world's most interesting man. Uh, any thoughts on this? Uh, uh, B B seventeen. I didn't even know there was a B seventeen. Oh, no okay. No, no, no. Matt, I will um, give you a read. Nothing, nothing would surprise me. And I also felt like if I had to just bet right here, I'd say it's bullshit. But then if I found out tomorrow it was true, that wouldn't surprise me. The amount of fraud and nonsense and bad science, it's everywhere. But my, my problem is that it's also coming out of the CDC. So there's an every man for himself kind of thing. And in that environment, it's, it's, there's just, it's, it's, it's sad. My hope was that CrossFit would carry the mantle that had been of, of a charter that you'd, you'd have to, you know, what, what would we presume that the charter of the CDC would be or the NSCA or the ACSM or the NIH? And when you and it's it's what would it be to give um, honest and scientific uh, 
inputs on on issues critical to your health, right? Fundamentally, something like that, or fitness. And when you see that so clearly abandoned for soda pop, for instance, um, I thought that, that was, this was a great opportunity for us to do that, to be that trusted source. I said, I want to be the underwriter's laboratory, which is an amazing history, an amazing company. It's been public. It's been private. It's, been, it's had a bunch of forms, but it is a trusted authority, and it is an independent entity. And I wanted to be the underwriter's laboratory of, uh, of health, of wellness, because so much sickness was a direct result of things directly within, within our control, sedentarism and uh, excessive carbohydrate load. Is, is Underwriters Laboratory a private company? I, look what their current status is. I forget the story, but it's a fascinating story. The, the Wikipedia article is, is interesting. Everyone, who, everyone here knows about the Underwriters Laboratory, even if you don't know, you know. If you look at any electronic device, you'll see that like UL symbol on it. It says about us as a global safety science leader, UL Solutions helps companies to demonstrate safety, enhance sustainability, strengthen secure security, deliver quality, manage risk, and achieve regulatory, regulatory compliance. The sustainability thing is such bullshit. But anyway, so you're saying that you wanted CrossFit, and I remember you saying that, like, hey, we're going to be the, the underwriter's laboratory to... We, we were. We were. We were. Yeah. The people that came through, look, Jason Fung... Uh, Zoe Harcum, uh, uh, Roche, uh, David Diamond, uh, Malcolm Kendrick, Luffy Ravenskov, Tim Noakes. I mean, I, there's, there's 50 or 60 of them, of what I call mesperts. And they had a clear understanding of the mess and often from, from typically from very, very different um, scientific backgrounds and perspectives. But these were people that were smart enough, to, 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 smarter than everyone else, and uh, about something that was essential, and essential in the sense of, uh, you know, like an essential amino acid, vital to the functioning of the organism and its health. They were, they were smarter than everyone else about something extremely important, and then also brave enough to do something about it, and very often it's significant personal costs. And this, again, this is something that we saw long before COVID. It sucks. What, Zoe's a great human, too. I mean, they're all cool. I think she is the smartest person on the subject of nutrition that I've ever heard speak on the subject of nutrition. And I've heard some legends and a bunch of morons. I've listened to way, I've, I've, I know way more about nutrition than I need to know or want to know or wish I knew. I used to start the nutrition lecture with, I fucking hate talking about nutrition. And the problem is everyone's a fucking expert. Matt, um, uh, I'll refund you your money back. No cancer advice today. Uh, Cave Castro, Twitch is fine with softcore porn, but they're not okay with dangerous speech. Uh, Logan Mars, meats, vegetables, nuts, and statins, some Viagra, a little vaccine, and no science. Thank you, uh, Logan. Uh, Eaton Beaver, good morning. Uh, coach Sevi has put is has putting uh, Sevi has been putting in a lot of uh, work lately. Yeah, man, I, I've just begun. We're, this is gonna be a crazy three weeks. Uh, Fergie show, thank you for the loot, buddy. Uh, I truly appreciate it. Uh, Fergie show again, thank you, Greg, for bringing applied mathematics to health 
and fitness. I oh. really appreciate that. Thank you. I, I, I don't know if I did that or not. Um, but I, I think you recognize the effort and, and I, it is there in a, in a work capacity across broad time and mortal domains and that third dimension going out into age being a health in a 3d form. I mean, it's, it's there, but it's, it's only significant because it was never done before, but it's, it would be obvious. And if you took just about any electrical engineer or chemical engineer and asked them to think about fitness, um, they would have, they would have, they'd come up with CrossFit. Um, uh, Will Brandstetter, uh, wow, another uh, flat earther on. Uh, we don't. It's, it's called stationary Earth. And um, Greg, um, you're you're st- you're a globalist, though, right? You you're you're in the ra- you're in the round camp. I had a home on Kauai, and it was always uh, rumored amongst the locals that everyone knew someone or knew of a time or place where you could see um, uh, Oahu from Kauai and but in my backyard on many many days we clearly saw it and saw it regularly so I get to tell these old people no it's true you can but what was made it weird is you could only see the top of it and you had to do some pretty good uh google earth kind of you know looking and moving in topographical maps and all to realize what it, what had happened that two-thirds of it at 70 miles away or whatever was gone. So Greg is still a globalist. He, he I think I know. I think I know why. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Natalie Bates. Hi. Uh, thank you for explaining that correlation. I'm sad. Both my father and mother-in-law are currently being told they have arteries closing and need replacements or stints. Well, you, you know, hi, Nat. It's good to even see your image there, Jared. Um, look, you, when you need a stint, you might need a stint. You might need bypass surgery. You just might need bypass surgery. I'm not, uh, what would be important to figure out is how you got there. And I don't have answers for what you do next, but I wouldn't make it worse. I mean, I wouldn't after my bypass surgery celebrate with a blueberry muffin. You would not? No. Yeah. Um, uh, I want to show you a, um, this is t- t- totally switching. And I wouldn't take statins at all, ever, ever. They're, they're, they're not addressing the problem. This hammering on the, on the speedometer of a runaway train. That was my father's line. The treating of things symptomatically. Sometimes that's all you got. Very often, it's it's worse than doing nothing. But when the cause is as simple that the underlying, you know, etiology is so straightforward, move around a little bit and uh, reduce your carbohydrate intake. Right? I mean, I've, we've got we've got thousands of affiliates that have seen this firsthand. It's something that you can you can walk someone through to 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 success. This is exactly what Verda's doing. Oh, that's right. They're still they're still around. 
I, I presume they're thriving. I mean, unless they, unless they found, fell into some kind of calamity. The website active said that they're there. I'm looking it up. How do you, uh, Berta Health? Yeah. You got a sponsored link on YouTube. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, Ver I hope this is the right one. Averta, a new model for type 2 diabetes care. Yeah, they got, I mean, is today the 25th of January? Yeah, they got today's date. Yeah, they're good to go. We went to their headquarters in San Francisco, right? In, indeed. In fact, I got to speak at their uh, annual company meeting, got to open it. And as Sami Inkinen, as consider him a friend, the founder of Trulia. Yes, in fact, he was uh, he'd uh, won the professional division of the Ironman, and uh, same year was diagnosed as a uh, as a, what type two diabetic, I think. Isn't that the story? Yeah, and he and he rode across the Atlantic and set a world record with his with his wife. After the diagnosis and once becoming a ketogenic kind of guy. Oh, said, I remember his, when you spoke his, his it there. in physics, and you said it took him 30 days, I think was the story, to wade through the bullshit and figure out it was carbohydrate toxicity. I remember you, I, this was, uh, you spoke, that was the fancy hotel that's on the hill, the Chaminade or something you spoke at, right? Yes. Yeah, okay, I remember that. Great company. Any of you out there have loved ones with, with the type two, get them on Verta. It's basically a one-on-one -on -one coach that just makes sure you're eating the right shit, right? Um, Brian Mulvaney referred to it as a, uh, iPhone Atkins or something. He had some he had some derogatory take on it, but fuck that, it works. Yeah. Some people people need that. Everyone does. I mean the pro the pro there's there's a problem in seeing someone every six months and expecting to coach them to be a docent to get them to the promised land of health. That's that's rough. Uh pool boy, uh statins gave my father an an incurable, incurable autoimmune disease that slowly ate away his muscle tissue. Tank Reeves, attaboy, Greg. Statins are like injecting McDonald's straight into the heart. Uh, Bruce Wayne, what does Greg think about peptides? I, I don't. I don't have an opinion, but I sure, I sure run into a lot of people going out of their way to do a peptide thing. Yeah, and a neighbor of mine just got back from Mexico doing the peptide deal. I for three weeks I've been injecting peptides into this um, into this bicep. Into I heard it like five months ago. Have you really? Yeah. And I, I mean, I, I did pull-ups for the first time in 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 four or five months. I did a, a strict muscle-up from the top, descending down slowly, and then pulling through. With almost no pain. I don't know. I can't tell if it's um. Uh, but but I, I I'm um with these needles. I inject it with this little insulin needle. It comes in a little bottle with like just white powder. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your 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 friend. I, I met her. 
Yeah, Sarah. Yeah, that's yeah, that's I got it from her company. Yeah. It's a peptide called BPC one five seven. No no thoughts. Yeah. I'm enjoying I'm enjoying my arm being back. Pretty quickly too. Oh, here, here we go. T Tyler slide from Facebook. I'm on day three of BPC one five seven. Not a fan of stabbing myself. I can't tell if it's working yet, but I'm hopeful. It. I don't even feel it really. The needle's so small. Oh, look, there's Sarah right there. Hi, Sarah. So you know people, Greg, who are, who've been doing it too? Yeah. Yeah. And what do they say? Um. I, you know they're they're all excited. I don't know. I just I just listen. I really don't. I wouldn't be surprised if it was bullshit. I wouldn't be surprised if it worked. Right. Okay. You know, truly don't have don't have opinion on something for which I have no information. Don't you have a wonky shoulder? Yeah, two of them. Well, there you go. You should try some. Try some peptides. Are you afraid of needles at all? Um. Yes. Really? I thought you yeah, were going to be like, fuck not, it. Not the pain. That's not, it's that I'm afraid I'm going to squirt something in my body that's going to fuck me up. Right. Got it. Yeah. I don't want your vaccine, your peptides. I don't, I, you know, I'm not going to take ozone. I don't want a, an IV for a hangover. Right. I would like to keep uh, needles out of my veins and body. Yeah. Injecting shit straight into you. <laughs> so I, I, you know, Hey, we, we just went through this thing with, with Maggie and her leishmaniasis, okay? A, a sand fly sat on her shoulder and left us with a, with a medical problem. That was in the Caribbean? She sat yeah, on her? in Belize. In Belize. Yeah, we ended up at a tropical disease specialist. At the Mayo Clinic, it's all over now. But it is over done. now. Yeah, it's all done. So it, it was an ordeal. I can't. I can't endorse <laughs> uh, uh, bug repellent enough. Yeah, just start a, start an argument with people. Oh, like this? The, yeah, I'm terrified of that stuff. Like uh, deet the deet stuff. Yeah, I rub it all over all my clothes, put it on my hat, flock my <laughs> fucking socks and shit. As Sarah said, Look, she'll have, send you. Have, Sarah said she'll send you some peptides. <laughs> <laughs> I have, I have, you know, my wife won't have anything to do with off, and so and she ended up with a with a tropical parasite. And it, I remember sitting there going, "It looks like you have pepper on your legs. Look at the bugs on you at the beach." Right. Yeah. In paradise. Yeah. And uh, we had a we took a nanny to Hawaii that got chicken gunya from mosquito bites. Oh, remember that? And it's yeah, you... continued health problems residual from that. Hey, that uh, so Jay Cooey was on another podcast with a guy named Randy Bach who's a PhD and a physician. And Randy wrote a book called The Great Zika Myth. And basically that there was never any proof ever of anyone getting Zika when they were pregnant and causing um, 
not encephalopathy, but what's that called when you have a, microcephalic? Yeah, yeah, the born with a mini head. And he wrote a whole book about it. And basically, the CDC of Brazil told everyone there, no one here have any kids until we get the vaccine for Zika. Well, the vaccine for Zika never, ever came out. The problem went away. And um, uh, they never told the, the population that they could start having kids again, right? There was never a like, you know what I mean? It was just like pull the fire alarm and then leave the room and leave the people in a mess. It was, it was, it was, I watched that podcast. It was a very interesting podcast and he, and he wrote an entire book on it. It's like, it's, it's, it's a trip. They didn't have an audio version, so I didn't buy it. Hey, I want to, uh, I want to play this um, uh, video for you. This is the theme I, I haven't heard you play. Uh, this is a podcast in the CrossFit space. Uh, it's called Kettlebells and Cocktails. And um, this is a, a, a female. A, oh, hold on. Hold on one second. Hold on. Uh, Corey, you got to wait one second. I'm having a phone issue. Hold on. Hold on. Give me one second, Corey. Give me one second here. I didn't even put the phone number up. Look at Corey, how slick he is. See if I can get the phone connected. I apologize, guys. Here we go. Uh, Corey, hey. Corey. Morning. Hey, good morning. Hi. Yeah, I felt like I was edging waiting to, to speak. Yeah, edging's good. Every girl likes that. Yeah. Um, Mr. Glassman, how are you doing, sir? Very well, thank you. Thank but you. So I said, uh, I'm, I'm fantastic. I just got a four-year-old getting ready to head into work, so couldn't be better. You just got a what, Corey? You broke up. You just got your four-year-old ready to go to school. Yeah, oh. yeah. Her and I work out in the mornings in the summertime. So I just, I just got my workout in. Awesome. I'm head, I'm headed to work. Awesome. So it's good Friday. So I sent you a text, Sevon, um, and I figured while Mr. Glassman was on, I would um, tell him what we were talking about. I would do anything to figure out how to get you to the East Coast for a BSI. Mm. Oh, yeah. Corey's a, so I, a professor at a university out there. Okay. Yep. You did. Sorry. I just did. Yeah, I did. So I ignore I, you, Corey. Did I ignore you? No. Oh, okay. I think he just probably gave me the like the standoffish thumbs up. Oh, yeah. Um, I did. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I get it. Yeah. You're, you're busy. I get it. But yeah, I teach uh, in North Carolina on the East Coast. And so I told him that, yeah, that would be awesome if you came out here and, and did a BSI. I don't know if we're in your radar, if you've got other networks you know, higher universities, but keep me in mind for sure. Corey, thank you. Uh, Sevon will share my contact information and let's talk about that. I, I, what I'm going to say okay. is I'll do it, but I have no sense of when from here. <laughs> that's, I don't care. No, yeah. I, I just wanted to make sure that. Bullshit, but... I just wanted to be on your radar. So when you start thinking of coming this way, I'll, I'll do whatever it takes to make sure we can support and, compensate and whatever we have to do to get you get you over here i'd love to hear it firsthand i'm, I'm on the east coast so i haven't been to the arizona or um, at castro ranch to be able to hear it but um, are you where I, are I love you? what you're doing where in north carolina i'm i'm in greenville north carolina so about two hours from the outer banks so i'm, yeah. I'm at ecu east carolina university where is it is there an affiliate close by yeah, we've got 
two. We have uh, one about 20 minutes from me and then one in the heart of Greenville. So you'd be you'd be very close to an affiliate to be able to conduct it. And I can get you in connection with with their team as well. I teach small business. And so we've worked with I love CrossFit. So every chance that I get, I'm always trying to um, work on the business. So we've done business plans for the CrossFit uh, businesses here and, you know, explored other revenue streams. So they'd be more than willing to uh, talk to you because of the work that we've done with them. Sandy, will you, will you take a little lead on this and help see what we can do? And let's talk to Emily too. And I think we should do this at the affiliate rather than at the school. For some reason, the schools don't seem real fuzzy to the idea that the bulk of the science they do with the natural sciences accepted is a bullshit. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a hard thing to hear. They, what, what I have been accused of is being anti-science. And the irony here is that I think that I think that modern science is man's most important creation. It's just it's tragic to see it to see it failing. And the failure is in the lack of replication. And the tragedy is that the that uh, academic medicine has caught an epistemic disease from fucking psychology and sociology. And that's no hypothesis, significance testing, and peer review. It's created an enormous over-certainty in research. And the net result is that we go back to try and replicate this work, and it won't. So it's, uh, yeah, it's, I... it's my favorite thing to talk about. And I, it's, uh, I'm absolutely fascinated by it. I'm not the only one. Well, I'd be honored to. I'm not alone. I'd be honored to see in person. Yeah, I, it, it's strange. I I feel like an outsider in my own classroom. It's almost like we're teaching, we're teaching critical thinking out of uh, the students, and so it, it would be yeah an honor to witness it firsthand and get my students to be able to be a part of the BSI. So yeah, if if Savvy wants to get in contact with me and we'll work something out, that would be great. Corey, text me like in a couple hours when I'm like clear from the show and then I'll, I'll see your text and I'll connect you to uh, Emily Kaplan. Um, she's uh, partners with Greg in the um, broken science initiative. Okay. I appreciate it. I'll let y'all get back. I love y'all. Thanks for Bye. calling Corey. I always love hearing your voice, buddy. Thank you. Thanks to meet you. Um, uh, where were we? Uh, Daniel Garrity, uh, I think most academics would agree with your criticism of science, Greg. God, I wonder if that's true. I hope you're right. Um, I just, I, you know, I, I don't have, I don't have extensive experience here, but I, I have had. Uh, I, don't, I don't know what you want to say. <laughs> uh, I know that I have spoken at a university and it was reported to me that some of the faculty felt threatened. And it, I was, and I couldn't get anyone to stand up, either come to me privately or publicly stand up and say anything. But uh, I heard things afterwards that were, that were surprising to me. So and and this was at a school where i had a high expectation of of open mindedness 
here's what I think is happening. I think you're I, those people are, are someone pulls up to show you their brand new car and you're like you have a dent in the back, and they're and they're they're like no I don't, and so th- then they they quickly they get so upset that you point out the dent in their car that they start spreading the rumor that you hate cars when actually you're a car aficionado. Fair Right? Do you know what I mean? Like sure. they, re- you're saying science is broken. It, I mean, God, we live with fucking morons. But you're saying science is broken. Let's fix it. And they're saying you're anti-science. Yes. And it's nuts. It's and not only that, you're meticulous in your in your in the in the details and in the conciseness of pointing out exactly what's wrong with science. There's the dent. It looks like it happened from a tree falling on it. And here's here's how we can fix it. And instead of t- being saying thank you, they're like, you asshole, you hate cars. It's you know, nuts. I've I've heard I've heard an enormous amount of criticism of CrossFit of all sorts, theoretical, semi-technical, but I've not had anyone take exception or have a problem with constantly varied high intensity functional movement increases work capacity across broad time and modal domains. Mm-hmm. On that, nothing. Which is the bedrock. Yes. The essence yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah. The essence of it. Felt like a goofy Ravenskov. You just I'll, you ignore the guy on that subject. Don't don't go there. Whatever you do, it's, it's amazing. How yummy are those pencils up above your head to the right? Oh, Other, you know, God, look at those. Yeah, I you know. always have fun shit like that in your house. Look at that pencil sharpener too. God. That is the pencil sharpener, if anyone's ever wondering. The Exacto School Pro. I'm going to look it up. What's it called? Forget all others. The Exacto School Pro. Like the Exacto that- knife people? Uh-huh. That thing is a monster. Oh, it's, 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 it's electric. Yeah, oh, yeah. I thought it was one of those old school, like you crank it. Yeah. That's the one? Uh-huh. I like that you have it up there so no kid can use it. Yeah, I don't want the, I don't want, they don't need to do that. <laughs> I could see Rhett just grinding down a whole pencil. Oh, dude, they, the things they'd stick in there. I have to lock the classroom. They're so excited to go in there and learn. Oh, they but they just come in here and just ransack the place. Uh, I'm gonna sh- I'm gonna show you this video. This uh, you've heard this before, but it'll be a fun subject to um, uh, talk about. Before this is this girl on the bottom's a CrossFitter. Uh, she was she was a CrossFit Games athlete, and she's talking about uh, her journey of CrossFit. And so I just wanted you to hear hear this a uh, little bit here. This is a podcast in the um, CrossFit space uh, called Kettlebells and Cocktails. Okay, here we go. I'm not supposed to play more than seven seconds, but I think. These, these guys are pretty cool. They're, 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 they're fine with it. Here we go. That. Like I got to like, you know, cut all this stuff out. So food was a real problem for me for like a really long time. And I I don't know what to describe it because I don't want to say I had an eating disorder because I know so many people who struggle with that. So I don't want to compare my problems to like people who've actually been diagnosed with these things. But I would do things where I would like eat, you know, so much in one day where I'd feel so guilty that like, the next day I would really try to like be like, okay, well, I'll just like, I'll cross it out. I'll like fast for an entire day. And it was really, really, really bad, like really toxic um, until I found CrossFit senior year of college. And then I like 
started just kind of getting my shit together and realizing that like that's not going to help anything. Until I found CrossFit. So she had an eating disorder and then she found CrossFit, which is funny. The irony is, is I didn't have an eating disorder and then I got around all these buff dudes in CrossFit and I got an eating disorder. So, um, I had a client in the, uh, long, long ago at uh, Spa Fitness Center, who is the author of a book on eating disorders and who's a regular talk show expert and like a, an authority. And she and I would look at some of the girls that would come into the gym and the, you know, the girl that was there at 4.45 for the door to open and was on the treadmill still at eight or nine o'clock and would have a little baggie with the rice cake in it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you could see the lack of health and there was an obsessive compulsive sadness to it. But, and I've mentioned this, I think on your show before, but in 95, uh, Dr. Michael Norton wrote a book uh, 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 beyond Prozac, right? Check yeah, yep, yep. There's also a listening to Prozac. We're both excellent books, by the way. Absolutely fantastic books. But beyond Prozac, he 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 says that there's a uh, uh, he had, he posits a prostaglandin uh, origin, like an eicosanoid origin, um, for uh, mental illness. And he's got a two-page list in his book very early of the things that he says Barry Sears' zone diet has done more for than the medication. He was a very senior research psychiatrist at UCLA. And I had read that, knew, knew of the work when I was working with this woman, but I told her, I understand the starving yourself to death, but it's interesting to me that it seems to be only carbohydrate. The little that they do eat, it's purely carb. And, uh, and she says, no, that's not true. And I said, really, you sure? And she goes, yeah. And I said, well, bring me one of these gals that instead of having a rice cake or whatever the, the thing was, that's got cashews or a little beef jerky. She's still, you know, 500 calories a day and dying, but eating that five, in that 500 calories, I've got something that's got some, some amino acids of, of value. And she says, well, I will, I will. And uh, I said, okay, well, you bring her to me and I'll train her for free. It'll be my gift. And I nagged her on this over the space of about a year and she quit training with me. And I was kind oh, of wow. committed. She was either going to bring me one of these people, admit that I was right, or fucking don't come back anymore because it's all I want to talk about. This is a, it's an organic brain syndrome and something, and, and you can't tell me that that the lack of amino acids and essential fatty acids isn't exacerbating the damn thing. Well, she go, that girl in that podcast uh, goes on to say um, thank you profusely. She says, thank you, Greg Glassman, for uh, saving my life. And yes. then she, she launched a clothing brand called uh, Dump Truck Hottie. Beautiful. Yeah, and, and a crazy successful clothing brand. Yeah. Um, Congratulations. Yeah. Anyway, it, it's cool. That I think that's a story. It, it's it, and it's cool that she recognized you and said thank you, Greg. I always like that. Uh, CrossFit final call. My wife uh, uh, had a similar experience. Yeah, that, it's a common story, right? Uh, 
girl with uh, body issues does CrossFit and kind of the body issues start to go away? You know, the one of the best things I did at CrossFit in terms of my own contribution in, 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 uh, in uh, things we published, but uh, A Better Beautiful. I was very proud of that and I still am. Mm, yeah. Uh, uh, Mar uh, that was uh, Marty Say and John. Marty read it, right? You wrote it. Mar Marty read it or something. Yeah, I think that was it. I know I wrote it. Um, and Marty had Marty had a good voice. CrossFit helped save my mom's life. Uh, thank you for all you've done, Greg. Um, tell your mom thank you. Uh, let's see. Um, uh, Dooley, uh, I'm glad she found CrossFit and is healthier. Okay, great. Good. Uh, oh, here we go. Uh, Jenny Vaccaro. Vaccaro. Uh, CrossFit was a huge help with my eating disorder. It's hard to CrossFit and not eat. Grateful. That makes sense to me. Um. Oh, here we Look, go. Look, it can't be that the sedentarism... And the, and the refined carbohydrate that's creating chronic disease is, ha, has anything other than, than deleterious effects on the, on the brain. You're not going to poison every or, organ in your body except your brain. That's it. That's it. That's it. Well, we, as we were talking about the vasovasorum earlier, and um, I forget the word you use. I think maybe glycated or something. But as you, as you, another word I've heard you use, uh, caramelize, is yeah. as you fuck cells up uh, with by eating sugar, they're going to get fucked up everywhere and lose their motility everywhere, right, including the brain. It does. Hey, that that fitness in a hundred words. Do you remember how you came up with that? Where you came up with that? Where you were sitting? What the inspiration for that was? No. Nope. Maybe it'll come to you. Is it weird I that you don't remember? I don't. I don't think. I probably have to hold the issue again. Was that the one where I mentioned Mark Allen, and Greg Allenson? Is that in what is fitness? <sighs> I, I, I wish I could answer. Problem? I wish I could answer that. I don't know. So maybe someone in the comments will say, though. Morning Chaka. They're, they've, they're almost dead. I don't know. Actually, I don't know how they're not dead. Um, when, uh, base, it, it seems like what happened was, is after, uh, Rosa left and Andrew Weinstein left that basically that's how morning chocolate was sort of tethered to CrossFit through them, through that sort of PR relationship. And when, and when Weinstein left morning chocolate kind of faded away. And I, I imagine, think I imagine, uh, uh, Don quit paying them after it was exposed that they were, <sighs> lying about David Castro. And the games and the and the and the E. coli, and I think they had some they had some other issues too. I think there were a couple uh, lawsuits against 
or potential lawsuits looming for a Mr. LaFranco, one, both with employees, one man, one woman. And so basically he vanished. He, 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 they came as close to being um, sued as you possibly could over the, over the lying about the, the, the water. Oh. Supporting that. You think there was something nefarious there? Absolutely, positively was. It was an, an attempt on Dave's character. And it failed. Uh, the clock, Emily Beer's smear job on Dave. That was really something else. Yes, uh, unbelievable. That's a cool clock. Do you know it? Yeah, I think it, it could be one of these marathons, like this one. Hey, you gave up on the Jabra headset? I mean, your voice sounds good. Oh, that's nice. It's a great clock. Uh, you gave Earth. up on the Jabra headset, Greg? Yeah, I fuck that. If this works, it works. Okay, yeah, it works. You like things on your ears like that? Um, it, it, it's like a, a co- like it helps me. It's like a, I guess, like a bulletproof vest. I feel, I don't know. It makes me feel important. Yeah, it's now yeah. you know you're working, right? Yeah, you yeah. have to create some pain because otherwise it'd be just like us talking. It's part of my. It's like part me, of my, I'm not at work, but you are because you have that thing squeezing your ears. It's part of my costume. It's my utility belt. I, I love it. It's a good look on you. It really is. Thank you. This flat earther guy told me he said. It's kind. Of, you would think if you're going to try to change the world's view on pr- pretty big uh, shift on the world view on how things operate. At one point, he said, "If you didn't fucking wake up after nine eleven, you're a fucking idiot." And now it was it was kind of a trip because I was like, "He's like, I, 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 there's no hope for you." I was like, "Man, you should be a little more patient. Like, you're really trying to get." trying to explain something to you do give people a huge monumental monumental shift in their perspective of of the cosmos did he see did he seem in any way shape or form insane i don't think so but the people i don't think so but the people in the comments where he I, he was getting tore up it wasn't the hospitable environment for him is he kidding well the, the, uh so someone texted me this morning he's made like five movies on it right so he's put in a, so much time and effort um but someone someone texted me this morning and said hey i kept waiting for him in the show to be like i'm just kidding no he's done he's it, it's extensive it was it was it was two and a half hours of him really trying to convince me any any articles you ever wrote for the journal that didn't that didn't see the light of day No, I mean, dude, I was editor, publisher, writer, you know. I'm amazed that there are as few errors in them as, as there are. And, and, and did you ever write, spend like three days working on something and then it's gone? Like you had a computer saving error or you lost it or? Sevy, I lost an entire Microsoft Outlook account. Email. Pre-cloud when it sits on your machine. Yeah. I'm on tech support with Microsoft and they're like, okay, type in at sign tilde backslash carrot nine six seven. I call this shit and I'm doing it. And they go, what do you see? And I tell them what I see. And the guy tells me that's not possible. I'm like, what? 
Let's try it again. And that's not possible. It was gone. Oh, hold, hold on one second with that thought, Greg. Uh, uh, Mars, hi. How are you? Hi. Good. How are you guys doing today? You know, happy. Excited. Happy. To be alive. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I got a question for Greg. Greg, um, do you see like the side effect of so many things being crammed in our throat as science settled and, uh, you know, can't question anything when the authoritative scientists say X or Y, like some of the consequences being this flat earth, hollow earth, don't believe anything you see, don't believe anything we're traditionally told. Is that all a side effect from people being disillusioned by just some of these top scientists? And are you trying to, is a big foundational part of what you're trying to do just rehab science? You know, Mars, I don't, I don't, it's, it's not really the way I think, but, but p potentially, but exceedingly unlikely. Um, but I do think that we can do this. I think we can build community that gives people the tools to give them a pass from being the stooge of, a, of fake science and its purveyors. Um, it should be a very natural inclination to laugh at someone that says, "If you don't, if you don't, if you don't believe me, what I say, then you're not following the science." You, you well, the the whole like, if you didn't wake up after nine eleven, like, and complete opposite echo of like, well, then you don't believe the science, or or if you don't believe what I say, then you're not a serious person because you know. XYZ publication, whatever. But it I sounds like a like, classical fallacy, doesn't it? Yeah, and both 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 sides doing that. Yeah. Do you do you think if um and let's say, you know, the uh, big big poke companies keep having their way like a crazy counter reaction and like large part of the culture where it's almost like a dark ages of some communities and super medicated on the other sides like goes Amish like half the country goes Amish well, yeah Amish and it's Amish and I it's hard I'm not trying to insult anybody but it's, it's so hard to have a conversation with someone who believes you know Stanley Kubrick directed the moon landing and yeah and, uh, yeah it's so it's so hard i mean i'm not saying i was there and i saw you know that we landed on the moon and like at the end of the day you can't anything you see anymore just because they've been tossed around so long in the last especially since covid and i'm not trying to say that if you haven't woken up since covid then you're an idiot because that's just an echo of the other guy not even, but is it, Can you is hold it, on one second, Mars? Hold on one second. Uh, Dan Guerrero, yeah, Dan, you asshole. Does Greg believe in gravity? Be more specific. Are you talking about Newtonian gravity or Einstein's version of theory of gravity? I know what you're doing, Dan, dickhead, and I love you. He's making fun of me because I was explaining yesterday that gravity is just an explanation of a phenomenon that's happening on Earth. And then a lot of people can't distinguish the explanation between the fucking the fact that they've accepted gravity as some sort of fucking reality as opposed to an explanation. But there's different kinds of explanations, buddy. So if you want to turn into a smart aleck, why don't you say which one you're explaining? See, I Newton's don't version or Einstein's version. Sorry, go listen, ahead. Listen, 
Sorry, Mars. I didn't mean to hijack your shit. Dan got me all pumped. No, no, I'm I'm, I'm hopping off. Thanks. Okay, love you, bye. I wouldn't even know. I don't even know how to process believe in gravity. Okay, try again, Dan. You spent two bucks. Ask the question again. Go ahead, buddy. Yeah, I don't. I mean, like you have no idea how hard it'd be to throw me off this balcony. <laughs> you'd be like, like so I guess I do believe it. You, you, you go first. <laughs> I would, you couldn't do it. You couldn't right. do it. Right. He. he I, mean, I guess I, maybe in that sense I believe in it. He. He's. He, he. It's just a joke. He's made because I've said before. There's no such thing as gravity. The gravity. You have to be able to distinguish the difference between your thoughts and reality. And the gravity is an explanation. It's not a it's not it's not out here. The fact of you falling and hitting the ground, that's real. But there's no no one's no one's touching at least for me. That that's how I um uh partition the world. Mars said something that reminded me of Otis Brawley. And Otis Brawley is an oncologist, I believe a third generation uh, physician um and he wrote how we do harm and he said that he, he was a head of oncology at uh, grady memorial which is the nation's largest uh, public hospital and he said there were two hospitals uh on the on the campus the old wooden original hospital and then the new modern one and it that once upon a time it had been the black hospital and the white hospital it's still to some extent segregated um, but the dividing line is it's the insured and the uninsured. And the uninsured are those that are in the old wooden building hospital and the insured are in the new modern one. And he said that there were people in the, the uninsured were being sent back to work sick and not receiving some of the fundamental care that was essential for, for modern health care and medicine. And he said and the problem on the insured side was was just as bad and in here the harm that was done was was through over treatment that people with insurance <laughs> were having things done to them that should have never been done to them and he said that it took him years to have profit de-ranked from a consideration in, in terms of the on oncology treatment it took years to get him to stop radiating breast cancers that were known to never be responsive to to radiation therapy and this is this is everyone feasting on the insurance money. So I, I, I wow, I don't want to be uninsured. I don't want to be insured. I don't think I, I don't think I want to be in either hospital. But I think I'd, I'd prefer to err on the side of non-treatment than treatment. The, um, the other day when I was at the uh, doctor's office, the doctor said, "Hey, you need." And he told me these two shots I needed. Do you want them? And I said, "No, thank you." And he goes, "But they're free." That's that's what is that's what he said to me. I like a fucking it. physician. But they're free. No, thank you. Hey, that's exactly what that's what the do you remember uh, the, I don't know if it was the governor it was, I think it was the no it was the mayor of New York was like, "Hey, if you get the injection and then he shows you he's he you get this hamburger for free." Remember he was eating the fries and then he's like, his famous line was and there's a burger component. He thought he was being so cute. Do you remember that? What was that guy's name? Marcio Guerrero. What was the governor of Oh, Cuomo? 
not uh no i think that was a new york what was the um god do you remember that clip i I bet you i have it somewhere nearby hold on let's see if i can um oh no damn i can't find it oh de blasio de blasio thank you bernie the mayor the mayor was the mayor. Yeah. Do you don't remember? He's like, he's like, he's eating French fries. He's like, you get these free if you get the injection. And then he goes, and there's a burger component. And I'm just like, holy shit. New York's a trip right now. Why? What's going on there now? The crime or just, it's interesting watching reset See it try to come back. I wonder if it will. Got me all fired up. They asked, uh, I think we talked about this last time, but, um, it was the Senate Cruz. Senator Cruz was asking some ladies being appointed to Biden's cabinet with their blue glasses. Some, some, she, she's, she was the first woman to graduate from California Institute of Technology with a PhD. And he was asking her if any science has ever settled. And she said no. And then she eventually went on to, he said, so no, no science has ever settled. She goes, no. She said, there's some things, that, and she used the word immutable, that we start to take for granted and become immutable. I don't even know what that means. But I think, but I think that, but I think a, a lot of things fall like that. Like people start to, they start to forget that you can actually question anything. You can, you can, you can, you can, you can get a greater understanding of everything. Our trust in science, like our trust in anything, comes at the, the cornerstone of trust is predictability. And, and scientific uh, uh, models find validation through their predictive strength. And they, they roll from a conjecture to a hypothesis, to a, but from a theory to a law depending on the, the strength of their, of their predictive capacity. Does law mean unsettled? Uh, 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 settled? No. No, okay. it just means that in, in all conceivable instances and to known limits and errors and such, that uh, the, the, the thing holds. Okay. And... Uh, What's happened in academic science is that's been that's been lost. It's not predictive strength, but it's what the, the part that they're looking at is the uh, probability of the uh, data on the assumption that the null is true. Uh, and uh, uh. It, it is it is not the same thing as that is not scientific validation. That's a, a, a it's a trick. In, uh, of inferential statistics of frequentist statistics and it's it's at the heart of what's wrong but it is an epistemic debasement it is a it is a failing 
And you know, if we had if we had someone that was working in in the space of real science from Intel or Elon or these people know. They know exactly that. Your theories have to have predictive strength. You can sit you can sit in the psychology department at a university or in some of these fields that have others in medicine that have had trouble replicating. I don't want to point anyone out, but uh, you can be you can be wrong forever and it doesn't matter. Theories for 30 years, your theory is wrong. Hey, we went we went almost 2000 years taking Aristotle at, at his word that uh, uh, heavier objects fell faster than lighter ones. Almost 2000 years that was believed to be true. I thought he was the one who disproved that. No, he was the one pushing that. Galileo. Oh, and Galileo wrote, wrote his treatise on this and, and that that didn't get published for 100 years. He just noticed that, wow, balls of different, of the same uh, surface area of different weights fall at the same pace. Now, it's a ballsy thing to say Aristotle was wrong, right? Yeah, yeah. No one has contributed more to thought across all spectrum than, than that genius. But 2,000 years, easily demonstrated wrong. It's interesting. But, you know, maybe that was settled then, right? For 2,000 years, it was settled. Settled. Settled doesn't suggest anything about validation to me. Predictive strength does. Hey. The, 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 The important thing here, and we can, this is a, you know, research the demarcation problem, it's called. The Wikipedia's article on it is pretty cute. But uh, it's, it, it's, it's a th- the problem's thousands of years old, separating science from non-science or science from nonsense is what Popper tried. And it's, you know, I'll settle that, the whole thing right here, right now. It's predictive strength. The difference between astronomy and astrology is astronomers can predict uh, eclipses or, or uh, uh, you know, Meteor strikes and astrologers can't predict shit. Is, is pseudo when people use the word pseudoscience, is that a derogatory term? Is that just a because um, here it's it's funny, a lot of people use it. it says both terms science and pseudoscience are notoriously difficult to define precisely, although you've done because of that demarcation line, right? Where do they cross paths? But when I hear people use the word pseudoscience, it's, it almost seems like they're being intellectually lazy to just fucking attack someone. It's just, just a quick way to dismiss something. Of yeah. course. Yeah. It's a conspiracy theory. Right, right. Okay, so it falls under that camp. Yeah. Uh, what demarcates science from non-science? The, the criterion of falsifiability demarcates science from non-science. There is no automatic that's method a, to find new theories. That's, that's exactly wrong. Um, falsifiability, I would accept the argument that that's a requirement for a meaningful assertion. And so what we have here is something that would be necessary but not sufficient. Now, until you recognize that validation and that it, our trust in the success of science, its objectivity, all derived from predictive strength. Everything, all of it. That's the whole ball of wax. 
And yeah. Uh, and Jeffrey, that's why people believe it because it has such enormous predictive value. Gra the, the theory of gravity, the explanation of, of objects falling has such an immense predictive value that they forget that it's an explanation. I get exactly what's going on. It's an explanation for the phenomenon. And it, it's so wonderful and accurate that it, it's become a law. Right? Am I, am I, am I learning something? Yeah. No? Tell me. Um, it's okay. There's a lot here. There's a lot here. I predict I will be um, – uh, Stephen Flores, I will predict I will be hammered tonight. I'll let you know how it goes. So, good. I hope you get hammered. Yeah. Hey, uh, thank you very much for coming on. Another great show. It's always, it's always pleasant to be here with you. It's kind of what we do anyways. Um, and uh, I'll talk to you soon. You're still in Idaho, obviously. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. It's going it's to have to – it's going to have to cool down in Scottsdale and uh, – and, uh, Long before we go back, I'll be here till October. All right, uh, Dale King. Uh, just to confirm, uh, Broken Science uh, East Coast will be in Portsmouth, Ohio, followed by the first ever uh, Sevanistas rally at my farm. Wow, awesome, Dale King. Thank All you, right. Dale. uh, Greg. Thank you. I'll talk to you soon. All right, bud. Bye. Okay. Another great show. Um, oh, okay. My wife just texted me. She said the garage is mine. She had a, a CrossFit class in there this morning. Which I probably legally can't say, right? I can't say it was a CrossFit class. How'd you like that thing? Uh, th that Danny Spiegel bit was awesome. I thought I was so proud of myself. Uh, dump truck hottie. I just came up with that. And she didn't thank Greg in the video. I just made that up too. No, I don't pay affiliate fees. I don't even know. I can't. It, it, did I say CrossFit? No, I meant uh, cross, just she does uh, CrossFitist. No, it's not affiliated. Uh, Ipodicus, uh, hit the like button. Thanks, dude. Appreciate it. Yeah, hit the like button. Um, Sevi, did you ever get the t-shirt I sent you? Mm, I don't know. Jay Hartle, who's higher on the list of friends, Greg or Dave? What's going on today? Do I have any more podcasts? I'm sure I do. Today's Friday. Oh, yeah, with the CrossFit Games update show. Oh, shit. I got so much work to do for that. So much work. I got so much to prepare. Um, Patrick Anderson. Uh, Sevon had my blood work done this morning. Looking forward to the results. Appreciate the CH uh, hormones code. Oh, yeah. I think it's Sevon, right? California peptides. Oh, and so you got your blood work done for free. Fuck, my leg's falling asleep. That's never happened. Uh, you look sexy today, uh, Sevi. Please tell me your wife said that. 
Uh, Doug Ritchie, uh, Drew P. Balls. Drew P. Ball, Balls. Respect, Sebi. Thank you. It's hard with so many know-it-alls on the internet. It's hard. Everyone wants to... People People be saying shit when they should be asking questions. I, I don't understand what you mean. I don't understand. There's that... There's that... There's that um uh there's that um Taoist saying, right? Um I'm pointing at the moon and you're staring at my finger. And so in, in the most simple way, it's like you tell your um kid uh you left the refrigerator door open. And they say back to you, Well, you left it open yesterday. And there they are, staring at your finger. And you're like, uh And it's like it's like once you learn, ninety nine percent of the people just stare at the finger. That's that's why the gravity thing makes no sense. People they cannot stop staring at the finger. They just cannot stop. And so instead of saying I don't get it, can you explain that to me? Or I don't get it. Or, or like piercing in with a the question, they get defensive because they refuse to look away and, and see what you're pointing at because it would require just a tiny little bit of them waking up. No one wants to do that for some reason. Scary. It scares them. Scary, scary, scary. Whatever. Yeah, I didn't like that. Hi, Dan. Uh, did you get? Did Sean give you his vape? I did not like watching him vape. It breaks my heart to see people vape. That shit is so fucking addictive. A seven waltz quiet throw on the Roseanne clip for the crew. Where where, uh, where do I see that? And, and am I going to get in trouble for it? Where is it? We can watch it together. What do I type in? Uh, Ro, uh, is it on Instagram or what do I type in? Uh, Roseanne Bar and Pierce. We're gonna, I re, I'm going to tell you something, uh, Tank. 99% of the time people tell me to do something live, I always fucking regret it. I'm like, that is so stupid. Um, so please... Uh, oh, is it is it that the Ukraine is full of Nazis? Is that the one? Is that... Oh, shit. Oh yeah, I'm so glad I didn't play this while Greg was on. I don't want to drag him into this bullshit, dude. This is long. This is three minutes and thirty-seven seconds. I'm gonna get in trouble for this. Oh, it's in your DMs. Uh, okay. Thank you. Let me see. Where, how do I get to my DMs? I go here. No, here. Oh, okay, 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 I see it. Uh, oh, it says message unavailable. Whatever you sent me, dude, it says message unavailable. So it's been pulled down. California Assembly Committee blocks bill that could have sent human traffickers to prison for life. 
human trafficker of kids to prison for life. Wow. Jeez Louise. Our governor here is such a fucking douche. It's brutal. Uh... 23 and me take your DNA to make clones in deep underground military bases. Um, don't, um, don't use your real name. If you 23 and me, that would be my recommendation. Yeah. Chris Z. Uh, it's hilarious that vapes were supposed to be safe replacement for SIGs. And it turns out they're probably worse than SIGs, dude. They're so fucking addictive. It's crazy. Joe Rogan has a clip up. Oh, okay. Here we go. Uh, if Joe can do it, I can do it. Let's see. Joe Rogan. Is that one G? Just kidding. Uh, Joe Rogan. Here we go. Uh, I don't see it. I see his RFK, and I see a tattoo, and I see Kill Cliff Octane. I don't see anything... Um, Sorry, Brucey. Look at, look at, here we go. Um, I don't see it. Oh, is this it? No. It's all Robert Kennedy shit. Oh. After major pushback, I don't know what that means. Um, uh, pool boy, I'm seeing TikTok videos of people going to see the sound of freedom and claiming movie theaters are purposely making their experience shitty, leaving lights on, uh, turning AC off, for example. I don't know. Hey, dude. I don't know. There was um, something yesterday also that uh, our buddy said, the stationary earth guy, about some interference coming his way or something for something. And I'm like, oh, the, every time something happens, we I don't know. Sometimes I don't get shadow banned and it's just I put up a shitty clip, you know. Um, Zoe Harcomb. Uh, Donovan McLoggin, what's the name of the lady that Greg likes that speaks about uh, nutrition? Zoe Harcomb, Z-O-E-H-A-R-C-O-M-B. Zoe Harcomb. She's, she was a guest on the show. Wasn't a great show. She was great. I kind of fucked it up. Um. Okay. Wow. Wow. Sound of Freedom is the greatest movie of our generation. No shit. Oh, it has an E at the end. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Sleeky. I wonder if that's even playing in my area. What would I type in? Sound of Freedom, Santa Cruz. Oh, shit. All right. Oh, it's playing at, it's playing at three theaters in my area. Am I gonna cry? Hey, what about the Mel Gibson documentary that's coming out? 
I enjoyed The Sound of Freedom. I good because I, I kind of hate movies. I will go to that. I, I suspect I'm going to go to that. Se Sevi, are you going to the uh, 2024 SoCal? Uh, I, I probably will go to that. I'm guessing I'll take my family and I'll go with uh, um, Sarah from California Peptides. The the actor that I've seen interviewed a few times that Hen the guy who plays Superman Henry Cassaville or whatever the the little clips of I've seen him being interviewed he's a fucking psychopath so maybe there I'm just seeing bad clips about him but he looks fucking crazy I mostly hate movies too yeah I'm just I saw um and I've seen stupid movies but I saw Shazam and Spider Man the last two movies I've seen in the last five years in the theater and both of them I wanted to throw up. Yeah, Henry Cavill. Yeah, he seemed batshit fucking lunatic in the interviews I saw. Oh, I will cry? I know. I'm probably going to fucking weep. Uh, no, not a dumb question. Is California peptides the same as California hormones? Yeah, just a, a different different uh, website. See, I, I think it's a different website. Go to uh, CA peptides. Type peptides, and you and you with the smiley chick, and then you order your stuff, and you begin the journey. I've noticed no, 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 zero ill effects. By the way, nothing like I can't not even one slightly, nothing. And in, in the last 14 days, I've poked a needle in there 14 times. You don't even see one mark. Oh, that, that guy's not in um, uh, The Sound of Freedom, Henry, Henry Cavill. He's not? Oh, I thought he was. I thought it was the same guy. I thought that was the guy. And wasn't he in the other Mel Gibson movie, the Jesus one? Oh, oh, shit. Sorry. Okay. This guy. Did you mean Jim Caviezel? Yeah. Is Jim Caviezel in The Sound of Freedom? No wonder I got my shit all messed up. Uh, uh, random, but meaning to tell you, Sevi, it's metaformin, not metaformin. Metaform. It, it, it's meta, metaformin, not metaformin. Whatever that distinction is, I appreciate it, but I've it's completely over my head. Meta. Uh, oh, it's metform. Oh, metformin, not meta. Oh, okay. Thank you. Fine. Metform. Oh, okay, I see it. Thank you. Third grade reading level. I have a third grade math level and a third grade reading level. Metformin and met as opposed to metaformin. Thank you. Metformin. Then I have to tell you something, Caitlin Burns, and I appreciate it. Let me see. I appreciate you and your boyfriend. He doesn't look like he wants to be in the picture, by the way. He's just like, fuck. Uh, Danny Spiegel really doesn't have a company called Dump Truck Hottie. I made that up. Just like to be funny. But I but I do think it's funny as shit. I mean, and I'm disappointed you guys in the comments didn't start laughing more. You get a dump truck, that's like in reference to the butt. Dump truck hottie. Because she's hot. Dump truck hottie. No. Okay. Uh, yeah, we're done. Uh, see you guys uh, today. CrossFit Games podcast, uh, the biggest uh, show in the CrossFit space. Uh, it's the official show. It's it's everything. It's all the shit. It's like 
healthiest, most official, um, coolest, all all that shit. Uh, Bill Grundler, John Young, Brian Spin, uh, myself, um, Caleb, and Sousa will be running the back end. Um, you know, oh, today we have two guests on today: uh, former CrossFit Games champ and uh, shit. Who's the brilliant running guy? What? It's it's almost like when I'm on the show, my I'm I'm worse with names than I am just in my real life. How the fuck can I not remember this guy's fucking name? Hinshaw, thank you, God. And no one, no one writes something in the comment. Thank you, Susan. No one writes in the comments. I'm concerned his memory is fading. It, no, it's just it's I've just been talking nonstop for fucking two hours. My just the overload. Uh, Hinshaw, yeah, Hinshaw is going to be on the show today. And he's going to drop this. I'm so giddy with the information he has. You are definitely going to want to see. He's going to tell us who basically has the biggest engine in the history of CrossFit. Dumb truck hottie. No one wants to comment on it. It's good. It's funny. Anyone? You know, I, I, she should even pick it up. On one side, it can say dump truck hottie, and on the other side, it can say the beacon of moral authority. All right, bye-bye.